Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, everyone, and welcome to the Christmas Eve message here on the Mind's Eye Podcast. I'm Paul James Caden, and in today's episode, we're going to talk largely about the goodness of God, but also some of the things people are looking towards that they suspect are coming in the new year. Now, how does all of this fit together in a Christmas Eve message? Well, on Monday's podcast, we spoke about making this spirit of Christmas last all year long. That that warm, magical feeling isn't something that we have to experience only once a year. But it's something we can take with us forward into every day of the year. Because I believe what we feel, that undescribable feeling that people always relate to Christmas, that magical feeling, I've always believed that that feeling is touching the hem of God's robe. We are feeling His love, we are feeling His presence, we are feeling His peace, we are feeling His goodness like no other time during the calendar year. And we talked about on Monday how the Christmas decorations being very symbolic, the lights, the candles, the manger, the Christmas angels, the three wise men, all of these things invoke these images of sacredness and holiness, and it brings out of us a feeling that we don't necessarily feel or experience any other time of year because the idea of God is farther away from us. What happens after the holiday season? We all say, well, it's time to get back to normal. And we start worrying about our jobs. We start worrying about the economy. We start worrying about the government. In this case, uh, people are going to be worrying about uh, COVID and the vaccines and conspiracy theories and who the rightful president of the United States is. I'm sure there's going to be more fighting and bickering and people getting hurt because the Christmas spirit is now behind them. Discarded like a toy that the newness has worn off and we just throw it in the toy box. We'll see you next year and we forget all about it. But we shouldn't do that. Because that peace, that love, that magical feeling is always around us. It's always within us. The kingdom of heaven is within us. This is what Christ taught us. And one of the things that we learn in uh, the Christian uh, mind sciences is that God is love. God 
is good. There is no darkness. There is no evil in God. Individuals schooled in metaphysics generally look back at the book of Genesis when it said that God created the heavens and the earth and um, man in his image, and he looked at all that he created, and behold, it was very good. So metaphysicians say that the creation, including you and I, as originally designed and created by God, brought into manifestation, was good and very good. But it was the perceptions, the fallibility, the fall of man, if you will, that created all of this discord. So many people ask the question, well, why does God allow suffering? Why is he allowing this to happen? And I heard uh, someone recently say, and I think very aptly so, that man has a way of creating all these disasters and hurting himself and the environment and one another and starting wars and then turn around and blame God for it and say, why did you do this? Why are you letting this happen? We're the ones who are letting this happen. And this is what in Christian science they would call the mortal mind. Or if you want to get more biblical about it, the carnal mind of man that is focused on this material reality and making this material reality more real, more powerful than God. Because we have faith in evil, we have faith in sickness and disease and poverty and sin and wickedness and all these terrible things. When all around us, there is God and God's idea, which is the universe, which is the earth and everything is in it, which is each and every one of us, God's perfect idea, God's perfect creation. And God is just waiting for us to realize that and raise our consciousness higher and begin to live by his truth, to live in his reality, because his reality is the ultimate reality. His reality is the only reality. You hear people talk about this world being a matrix or an illusion, and by and large, the right. This is just an illusion of matter. But it's all made up of particles and atoms and energy and, you know, all these different uh, little particles. A solid is not really solid. And as quantum physicists say, you know, that the universe doesn't exist without the observer. So what are we observing? The universe seems to behave in the way in which we see it. And that's something that the metaphysicians have said for decades. How you perceive life, how you perceive this world, is how it will play out on the screen of the universe. If you see discord and fear and war and, you know, all of these terrible things that are allegedly going to happen, then those terrible things will inevitably happen.
Or we can rise our consciousness higher. We can contemplate the goodness of God, the peace of God, the love of God, the allness of God, the harmony of God. And once we get a true realization of all of that, a healing takes place in our lives and also in our environment. So getting back to the beginning of the conversation, I believe that feeling that we call that Christmas feeling, that Christmas magic, that warmth, that unexplainable something that's in the air and within us, it is just one little part, one little glimpse of that goodness, peace, love, harmony, and perfection of God. And if we expand upon that and we take it into the rest of our lives and through the rest of the year, you know, what, what miracles might we see? What changes might we see? What healings in our individual lives and in the nation and across the world might we see? Might Christmas be the ultimate lesson in Christian metaphysics? Because as long as there has been a Christmas day, people have focused on the good things and the noble things that time of year. Giving, helping, loving, greeting one another being kind to one another. And everybody used to say, and you'll still find people that say it, that the world seems like it's transformed at Christmas time. Humanity, society seems like it is transformed at Christmas time. Everything and everybody is different. Everyone is more friendly. And that, again, is exactly what metaphysics is, focusing on the good or the goodness of God rather than the evil of man in this material, material world. And as you focus on that goodness, it begins to transform you and it begins to transform your world and your environment. So Christmas is actually the greatest lesson in Christian metaphysics that any of us will ever know or probably have experienced. How many people, if you go back and look at all of the stories, and there's stories like this even yet today, people that were poor, people that were destitute, people that were having the hardest time in their lives, during the Christmas season, they were down, they were out, they were depressed. And somewhere along the line, they just got the courage and the faith to pray, to trust God, or just from their heart start singing a song like Silent Night or Oh Holy Night in worship and praise and recognition of God and of Christ. And then suddenly there was a breakthrough. Help came in the nick of time. 
help came in the days that followed. Angels were said to appear to some in those moments, and others just experienced the greatest peace in their lives right there in adversity. The worst adversity they have ever known, they experienced the greatest peace in those moments right in the face of it all. But why? Why do some people have that and others don't? Because all of those stories, whether it be a soldier, you know, alone or lost or injured out on the battlefield on Christmas Eve night, a family that is poor, someone that is sick, whatever the circumstances were, all of those stories have one thing in common. And that was in those moments, those people opened up to faith. Those people opened up to seeing and contemplating and acknowledging something greater than themselves. And that was the love and the goodness of God. And change inevitably came in one form or another. So you see, folks, it's all about us changing our thoughts, spiritualizing our thoughts, raising our consciousness higher, contemplating and meditating the good things of God rather than the terrible things of this world. And this is one of the reasons that, you know, I've never been really that keen on the whole uh, conspiracy theory movement even though uh, a lot of people in that movement are religious. They read the Bible, they pray, they believe in God, they, you know, some of them go to church. But, you know, what do these folks do? You know, they meditate and contemplate, always giving their attention to things that are bad, bad things that are going to happen, bad things that are going to come what the crooked, evil government is going to do, the global reset, the new world order, all of these things, continually meditating on them and rehearsing them and talking about them and telling other people about them, and then they start perseverating on these topics. But is this contemplating the goodness of God? Is this contemplating the love of God? Doesn't the Bible tell us to whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things are lovely and peaceable and good report, think on these things? Jesus said many times, you know, not to worry, to fear not when these things start coming upon the earth. But to rejoice because you know that your salvation draweth nigh. You know, in Christian metaphysics, it is said that Sin will collapse in upon itself like a house of cards. And those who live in that house or want to dwell in that house of sin and darkness and fear, that they will even go on into the afterlife and learn through suffering. Not that God is making them suffering, but because they're choosing this suffering. 
they're choosing to hold on to things that are not of God, and it's very hard and very painful for them to let go of them in their minds, in their hearts, in their souls. The founder of Christian Science, Mary Baker Eddy, said that the soul will either grow and mature through learning and wisdom, or it will learn and grow through suffering by holding on to sin. But the choice will always be ours. And so, you know, a lot of the conspiracy folks, I think they're making the same mistake that when I was, you know, a fundamentalist evangelical. Now, I'm not downing these people, you know, uh, you know, saying that they're bad, but a lot of them in the, the circles that I came from, they, they talked about and meditated a lot on always the devil being present in the end times, these bad things that were always going to happen. And I've said in many of my shows in the past, you know, podcasts like The Spirit Side and even The Infinite Journey when I was doing that show, that the modern day conspiracy movement has been born out of the evangelical movement that was always looking for the end of the world or, you know, the, the devil to uh, do these terrible things to human beings. You know, only now it's kind of shifted, you know, the, uh, you know, it's the government, it's the deep state, and they're all Satan worshipers, but it's, it's all along the same kind of ideas. But, you know, the apocalyptic doomsday uh, evangelical movement uh, was what really gave birth to what we're seeing right now. And if we look at that movement, and we look at a lot of people that are involved in that movement, and again, not judging anybody, but you look at some of the big names or even people in government that, you know, follow, you know, the evangelical movement or the conspiracy, uh, uh, you know, movement of our day. A lot of them are very fearful. A lot of them are very angry. A lot of them look at their brothers and sisters as being, you know, enemies that need to be, you know, destroyed or imprisoned or you know, waged some kind of war against. Where is the goodness of God in that kind of thinking? You know, this isn't bringing anybody life or peace. This is bringing strife and anger and stress and anxiety and just causing people to live all on end. You know, ready to, you know, as they used to say, throw down at, you know, any moment. But again, I ask, where is the peace? Where is the love? Where is the goodness? Where is the harmony of God and all of that? Did not Christ say, be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect? Well, what did he mean by that? That meant to reflect the attributes and the reality of God in our lives and in our personalities as much as we can on earth as it is in heaven. So focusing on all of this bad isn't going to help or heal anyone or anything. And if you look at world history, if you look at the history of the United States or political groups or religious groups who have always focused on the bad and the negative, 
You know, it's never helped or healed anyone. And a lot of those people have gone from one movement to the next, to the next, to the next, always looking for the end of the world, always looking for bad things to happen, always looking for someone to blame. That's not what Christ called us to do. That's not what he called us to be. And if we can bring this message back to Christmas, I would ask the question, where is that warm glow, that peace, that magical feeling, that closeness to God, that peace on earth and goodwill toward men that we feel at Christmas time? Where is that in any of these worries, in any of these movements that focus on such things? It's not there. It's absent. And I did a podcast a ways back, you know, talking about how that warm glow of God's presence and God's love is just missing in so many people's lives and even so many religious movements because they're really not focused on God. They're focused on the things of this world through a religious indoctrinated lens. And folks, that will never raise our consciousness to God's thoughts, to God's reality, to God's peace, to God's goodness. Only focusing on God can make that happen. The truth of God, or as metaphysics says, the truth of being. Who are you in God? You are God's perfect creation, God's perfect man, God's perfect woman. He created you in his image, and you are good and very good to be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Not in all of this melee that you see around you. That's not your calling. That's not your reality. That's not where God wants us to be. You know, that presence of God can change our lives no matter what we're facing. Whether it's financial issues, loneliness, being by ourselves, not having enough money for the holidays, being afraid of the future during a pandemic. That peace of God, that love of God, Feeling that presence of God in our lives can change anything. Many times by transforming the, the, the circumstances completely. But sometimes just giving us a new perspective so that we rise above it and not get caught up in it. And that's the gift I want to give to each and every one of you listening to this message this Christmas season. Focus on the goodness of God. Read books like The Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes. Read books by Emmett Fox. And read Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. To me, you know, the, the depth and the passion 
in which she wrote her words um, really stands out among the other metaphysical writings that are out there. But, you know, different teachers, different writers speak to different individuals. But, you know, I would say uh, educate yourself on these things a little bit and start getting your thinking to a higher place and understanding what reality really is and who you really are in God, in Christ. That is the greatest gift that you can ever give yourself. And if there are evil politicians and unscrupulous people and groups that want to start a global reset in 2021, well, what if they do? Where is our focus at? Where is our perception? Is it on the ultimate reality of God and his goodness and his peace? Or is it on the fallibility and error of carnal men? That even if these people did try to take over the world and start a global reset doing all these terrible things, how long is that going to last? How long are they going to succeed? I would venture to say it's not going to be very long. And rather than be afraid, rather than sit around and wonder where we're going to go run and hide and what rights are going to be taken away, maybe start thinking higher. Because when we do that, our steps are guided, even in the moment of crisis, if that moment of crisis should come. It is a truth in divine metaphysics that what we focus on is what we draw to ourselves. So if we're looking at the problem and we're afraid and angry and perseverated and obsessed with it, well, that's what's going to show up at our door in spades. Or we can focus on the good and try to change the bad. And then come what may, we know that God is in control. Who is the master of your reality? What reality are you existing in? The spiritual reality of God's perfection and love and goodness? Or the fallible reality of man that makes all kind of blunders and mistakes and foolish decisions out of greed and selfishness and hate. That will only be the house of cards that collapses in on itself in time. The very message of Scripture tells us that these things will not last forever. These bad days will not last forever. The plots of wicked men will ultimately not succeed. So why are we worrying? Why are we running all over the internet and all over the place looking for people to tell us how terrible things are going to be this year, next year, the year after that? And frankly, we don't even know if these things will happen because I've seen a great many conspiracy uh, theories fail. 
just like I saw a lot of doomsday prophecies fail in that fundamentalist evangelical movement that gave birth to this whole thing. Perhaps the apple didn't fall too far from the tree when it comes to the failed utterances of some of these folks. And that is not a criticism, that's just an honest, logical, reasonable, and even spiritual observation. We have so many people that are self-proclaimed prophets now that made prophecies that have fell, but then they continue to make prophecies. Many saying, well, because you disbelieve my prophecies that failed, God is going to judge you. God is going to judge the country. God is going to do all of these terrible things because you didn't believe the prophecies that God supposedly gave me that weren't from God, but they failed. You know, that's just, just not how it works. And I think we need a realistic view and concept of God and reality in all of this. And that is what you should give yourself for Christmas this year, the gift of peace of mind and the gift of knowing to whom you belong and whose hand you are in. And the whole message now comes full circle by saying, don't become obsessed with all of the bad news and the bad things that are supposedly going to happen, but rather focus on that goodness of God, that love of God, that peace of God. Take that spark and feeling of the magic of Christmas, as we call it, and realize what it is, and then expand upon it in your life, in your consciousness, in your awareness, and in your reality. And then come what may, whether the winds blow, the storms rage, or the waves are high, your house will not fall because it is built on the rock. And that's what that teaching of Christ is all about. Are you building your house on the rock of his words that are a strong foundation? that doesn't fall in all of the turmoil and flux of this world? Or are we building our house on the sand, the ideas of men, the ideas that come out of carnal and erring mortal mind? Because that is the house that will fall when the winds blow and the storms rage. And you want to make sure that your house is on the rock. I know I certainly do. And again, that's the greatest Christmas gift that we can give ourselves and even to others as we learn these things. We teach them to others. We tell others about them and get them to build their house, their new house, their new spiritual reality on the rock of Christ, which is ultimate truth. So I hope you got something out of this podcast today, and I hope it carries you over into the new year with uh, some confidence that come what may, um, you're going to be okay. 
There is nothing that is beyond God's control in this world. Nothing. Know that, have faith in that, and be at peace. So again, I want to wish all of you a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a Happy New Year. And I will see you in 2021, where we're going to have our own reset. But it's a mental and spiritual reset. We're no longer going to dwell in this valley of shadows of fear and gloom and doom and bad news. We're rising above all of this darkness of the carnal minds of men. And we are finding our ultimate reality and destination and truth in God. Be at peace one and all. I'll see you after the new year here on the Mind's Eye Podcast.